Good switch. Bastet. No ball. Oh, it was labelled. And so was that. Oh, Mauro Zarate. And it's the man from Argentina who opens the scoring. And is he pleased? Stuart Downing. Oh, we could have a crack here. Oh, and he does. That's the way to do it. Oh, that's number three, and that's a gift for Carlton Cole. Uh, the way we controlled the game, playing away from home, and the quality of our goals today. So we got everything right today, and what was lacking last week was only a bit of quality finishing. Today we got it in abundance. In front of a crowd of almost 30,000, it took the home side until just before half-time to find a breakthrough. Yafra Sacco on the end of Modiami's cross, Gnocchi's first goal since joining for Mets in the summer. But in recent years, the Blades have a strong cup pedigree. Just shy of the hour, they got their break. Winston Reid turning Bob Harris's cross into his own net, rekindling the League One side's hopes of taking yet another prize scalp. Ultimately, penalties would decide the outcome. With a shootout level at 4-all, Mark Howard again denied Valencia, leaving Michael Doyle to land the knockout blow. A perfect 5 out of 5 from the spot, as the Blades enjoyed a slice of revenge to put their place in round 3. Hello and welcome to volume 3 of the KMB West Ham podcast. This is episode 3 and we're joined once again in the studio by... Um, James Longman's temporary replacement, Liam Spencer from Iron Views. Good evening. Great to have you back, Liam. Good to be here. Uh, and what uh, an auspicious occasion to be here. We've just lost to Sheffield United, our big rivals. Yeah, um, yeah. There's not a lot you can say about that. I mean, they've just they've got it finally. That's there. That's, they can have their moment in the side. Whistle in the Premier League. That's all that matters. Yeah, really. that is all that matters. James's role to bring people like to improve the atmosphere after a negative result so that that responsibility falls on your shoulders this week okay. and also alongside him he's back for his second appearance is that right Nigel Khan aka my WHUFC uh, I mean you're all over overland and sea you're all over Twitter all over the forum and it's great to have you here all over the studio Thank you very much. Not many people have me back twice, so <laughs> I feel quite honoured. And whereas Liam's going to be quite positive, how would you? Say, where do you think you sit? <laughs> having read, having read your column fairly, reg- fairly regularly. Um, yeah, I, I, people perceive me to be negative, <laughs> but I think I'm quite positive yeah. in my negativity. Yeah. So. You've got a smile on your face today. Always smiling. We're gonna, it's going to be an interesting show. Um, on today's show, we're going to be talking about the feedback we received last week, the Palace game, the KUMB exclusive, the Sheffield United game, which uh, happened last night as we speak to you now, and then some news, including ticket office disaster, my eager off, Philip Mexis says no, and lastly, Neil Warnock getting the Palace job. Wow, can't wait to talk about that. Let's start initially with some feedback. Um, we had expat Hammer come on to say, in full and total disagreement uh, with Chris, myself, about Stuart Downing, he was the second best player on the pitch against Spurs. Cresswell, for me, was man of the match, an immense Premier League debut. Uh, Stepney said great podcast chaps thanks very much I disagree about Downing though I thought he was one of our better players on Saturday and last oh that was Stepney and then lastly a bit of feedback from James Longman listen to the podcast you saying you were done with Downing you were watching a different game to everyone else other than your shame it was good so I stand corrected about Stuart Downing I guess but I didn't I just didn't think he he offers much where do you sit on uh, Stuart Downing Nigel 
Um, I think Downing's one of those players who people perceive from his England appearances and perhaps for some of his Liverpool appearances that he's not as good as what yeah. perhaps he was supposed to have been. Mm. I must admit, when he first signed, I was um, apathetic. Yeah. And now I actually think he's quite a good signing mm. if he's got the right people to aim at. And I would prefer to see him at least given the game on the left. Yeah. Rather than on the right, was saying that against Palace, he scored coming from yeah, the right, did, yeah. which I think is why he's played on the right. Yeah, uh, so he can do that. He just don't seem to do it often enough. Yeah, you a big fan, Liam? Yeah, no, I have been you a stuck big up fan. from last week. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I get, I do get where you're coming from. Where sometimes it can be frustrating, but yeah. I think when you, I mean the effort put, he puts in, and then I mean a lot of the time he is putting good balls in with both feet. He, played quite well when he came on last night and I think it's more of a case if you had someone half decent in there to finish them you'd probably be thinking about him a lot differently yeah that's fair enough another thing James said as well we'll talk about this a little bit later but Kevin Nolan is injured and uh, James said I think one day everyone will look back and think why did we give him such a hard time he's one of the best captains we've ever had so I, I don't know I, I mean he said the best captains we've ever had I think he is a good captain but do you think we're unnecessarily harsh on him Nigel no, not personally. <laughs> no, I don't think unnecessarily. Perhaps you know, I'm, I'm definitely uh, anti-Sam. Yeah. Perhaps the baggage that comes with Nolan is his man. The only reason I could see Nolan being in the team is to keep the team spirit up in Sam's favour. Yeah. And that having Nolan there keeps a, they get he obviously gets on well with the players, and that way it keeps Sam with the support of the dressing room. Mm. What, do you, what do you think with Kevin Nolan I think looking back to the championship he was really crucial for us he, I, I think his captain role yeah. was absolutely vital then sort of getting the squad together and scoring some really important goals but to say he's been one of the best captains we ever had I think it's absolute nonsense yeah, to be honest he should be ashamed of himself for saying something like I mean, that I mean you look at last year yes. and the, um, the, <laughs> the, uh, the red cards he got yeah. um, which really let us down at a time where we, need, we needed a captain yeah. I mean funnily enough we actually went on and did quite well when he was out of the team yeah. but I mean it was two absolutely reckless challenges which I mean, yeah. Got him off during Christmas for the yeah. second season running. So yeah, you look at stuff like that, and I really don't get where he's coming from. That to be f- Fulham on New Year's Day when he got sent off—that was a low, isn't it? You'd never see Billy Bonds doing that. Of course not. Yeah, yeah, um, incomparable. Well, kicking someone. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not. Um, we also uh, expat hammer also added he can't beat the oil rig as was mentioned last week. But he listened to this week's episode on the back of a horse up the side of a mountain surrounded by cows. So if you think you can beat that, get on the KMB forum or email us at podcast at KMB.com and tell us where you're listening and I will read out where you were listening as long as we can be fairly sure you're not lying. All right, let's move on now and do an appeal for sponsors. So we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but we're still desperate. We still need some sponsors. So the deadline would be now next Friday. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast and there's various things we can do that will be amazing... Don't you agree, Liam? Definitely. What, seen, a, what a podcast to sponsor. I've seen the plans. They're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, then get in, t- get in touch with us at podcast.kumb.com if you are interested in sponsoring this podcast and we will tell you how you can get involved. Right. Palace game, Nigel. Uh, that South London scum. We went down to Sellers Park, turned them over 3-1. I mean, that felt good, right? It, it did look good. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I... Um, Missed it because my wife had a birthday party to go to, so I couldn't go. Thanks Thanks a lot, Mrs. Cole. So when you sit at home and watch that game, while it's good to watch them, the fact that you think, 
I would have been there if it weren't for that bleeding uh, birthday party. Yeah. You know, you think it, it's, it's tinged with a bit of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, you, I mean, even at the win, you found a bit of negativity in there. There's a bit, I mean, yeah. we I'm gave you all this positive billing. Yes. <laughs> You're not there, it may as well not count. <laughs> um, Liam, did you enjoy the game? Yeah, no, I did. I mean, I watched it on a pretty crappy stream, which is, yeah, yeah always um, frustrating. But no, overall, I was really encouraged by what I saw. I think it was the step up from against Spurs where we did actually finish our chances. Yeah. And um, it was really good to get uh, Zarate on the um, score sheet, Downing, yeah. and then obviously Cotton Cole at the end after all the stick he's taken. Yeah. Um, so no, it was really positive from that side. Yeah, I mean, Zarate, he looks good, right? He looked good. I, I think he's got the makings of a fan favourite. Oh, definitely I mean he, he was, as soon as he got the ball he was running at defenders he was yeah. sort of linking up with people and then that yeah that goal was absolutely absolutely incredible yeah, um, yeah. took it took it with absolute class so yeah I think if he um, continues on that note we've got a real player yeah you oh. think you're a fan Nigel I'm a big fan yeah I watched the, the, the first game in New Zealand he scored that cracking goal yeah. from outside the box and he didn't get picked for the second game did he Mm, I don't yeah, think and then there was a bit yeah. of words saying basically saying that he was obviously a Sullivan signing yeah. the fact that he's got history with Birmingham City being there yeah. when Sullivan and Gold were there um, perhaps he was brought in without really saying, saying that's a man I'd like and he, yeah. he didn't know what to do with him he, he, he didn't put him on against Tottenham when perhaps we could have done with him mm. and then you know, I'm of the belief that he only got on the pitch because Nolan was injured. I think if Nolan had been fit, he wouldn't have played that game. But Nolan might have smacked him from 30 yards. No. Uh. <laughs> Nolan's not allowed to shoot from outside the box. Yeah, yeah. That, that's another interesting thing, actually. Yeah, we shot from outside the box. I noticed we did it last night as well. We did it a lot last night. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a bit too much. But I mean... <laughs> Yeah, no, I think. I mean, that, that's why you look at what we're doing this this season, and yeah. I do think things are changing. I genuinely yeah. think Sam knows he's on incredibly thin ice. He has yeah. to do something different, otherwise yeah. he's out of a job. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's just one of the many signs I've seen so far that we are willing to um to change it up a bit. And yeah, obviously it paid off with um the Zarate and Downing's uh, yeah, goals yeah, outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, Nigel, you said before we were just chatting that you you consider yourself anti Sam, but what about with these changes? Does it change your mind at all? No, I'm entrenched in. in my, my <laughs> I like that you admit it. That, that, yeah, I will openly admit that, I, that Sam Allardyce, yeah. for me personally, is the total wrong manager to have yeah. ever stepped in that door. Really, and that's being polite. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we, there's, there's been an opportunity to talk about this in the Sheffield United game in terms of dealing with his stick. Um, Calm Cole amongst goals, though, Liam. That's good. Yeah, He's I think firing I've, all cylinders. After um, Stu talked him up all of last week, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe gave him a confidence boost. But yeah, I mean, he, he, didn't, he didn't do a lot else in the game apart from sort of trying to get stuck in. But he took, he took his goal well. That's all you can ask him to do, really, in those yeah. sort of situations. Um, but then there was that weird rumour that he was off to Bournemouth a couple of days later. On holiday or just play no, for um, for uh, a million quid. There was this weird, weird thing going around. Uh, they've really? made a one million bid for him wow. one million pound bid um, but then suddenly that all seemed to collapse and it looked like it might have been a completely made up thing but all like the top top um, papers covered it so that, really? that was really bizarre to see that um, yeah yeah yeah. would you be sad to see Colton go Nigel I, I would or? be yeah I mean Colton's not the greatest of strikers that's fair um, which, is, which is probably fair but I, every time I've met him a few times at fans do yeah. and he's been a really nice bloke yeah. and he's, he's turned up he's mixed with the fans well yeah. spoke to him 
the, the wage cut that he took to stay with yeah. West Ham when we was in the Championship says a lot to me yeah. as well that he wanted to stay at the club and he yeah. wants to play for the club so if he's happy to sit on the bench and play second fiddle yeah. I'm happy to pay him his yeah. wages oh, that's very generous of you um, let's lastly talk about so we won 3-1 but of course in the mix was um, Kevin Nolan's injury so Liam he's out for six weeks is that right Ab- absolutely like about that? six weeks at the least I get the impression Yeah. what are our thoughts on that I know we talked about him at the top of the show but I mean is he going to be missed um, I don't think he's going to be missed. Yeah. Um, I, I was saying earlier, I don't, I don't, wouldn't want to, wouldn't wish an injury on anyone. I don't think it's a, yeah. a good thing to do, to sort of wish pain on Bad somebody calm. like like that. Yeah. yeah, but at the end of the day, I think it will be for the um, the benefit of the rest of the team, namely Zarate yeah. um, and everyone around him will probably get involved more, mm. get, creating more chances. I just don't think that he is that man to sort of get giving up, give us that cutting edge. Yeah, do you, do you think losing our captain is uh, is going to be have an impact on us? Um, I don't think you'll really know until the games have been played yeah. but uh, me personally I can't see um, no that he will be missed yeah fair enough alright um, well that was the Palace game and that next was Sheffield United oh. but in the run up to that we had a KMB exclusive um, with egg- extended excerpts from the Scott Duxbury interview which couldn't be published at the time but then we just played hardball we said right fine you're going to put us into administration or we will put them into administration and you won't get a penny. Uh, you know, it's real brinkmanship. And then there was also some interesting things about like Kia Jurabchian didn't want Carlos Tevez to play and then Scott Duxbury like, negotiated hard to get him to play those, those three final games. I guess this is the kind of... This kind of latest, I think, is the final nail in this, this coffin that's been dragging on for a few years. Where do you stand on it now, Liam? Now it seems like... All the information is out there. What is your relationship like with this whole issue? Um, well, I mean, looking back to it, I was only about 10, 11 years old when yeah. it all first came out. And back then, you yeah. don't really care about anything behind the scenes. <laughs> you're just like, you're, yeah. All you're thinking then is looking at Carlos Tevez, the Argentine international, and thinking, yeah. yeah, oh my word. So, <laughs> what mean, are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but looking at it now, I think we it was probably a case of us breaking the rules a bit, but Sheffield United taking it too far yeah. and... I think after this result, it's sort of put an end to it once for, once for all, really. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's, yeah, I guess it's time to move on now. Yeah, um, that's the end of that. I mean, Nigel, you must have been, what, 16, 17 when this, <laughs> uh, when this news was leaked? Um, what do you think? What do you think about Duxbury, Tevez, Kia, Eggy, the whole mess? Um, the whole Eggy mess? I laid the blame at Duxbury's door. Really? Uh, he was the person, he was the legal representative at the yeah. time when the deal was Tevez for done. Um, he knew that third party wasn't allowed because yeah. he spoke to the FA and they told him he wasn't allowed yeah. and then they carried on and signed did him it, yeah. and did it anyway with the secret third party I, I know that the FA uh, sat down with West Ham two weeks or a week after signing yeah. and wanted confirmation and all they would say was you've got all the paperwork which obviously they hadn't Right. it, it came to light it, it's hard because Terry Brown was involved as well Terry Brown's back at the club he, you know, he banked over thirty odd million pound when he sold yeah. the club, and part of his decision was to sign Tevez as yeah. well as Duxbury. Yeah, and uh, you know that decision cost West Ham yeah. five million at the first attempts, yeah, twenty odd million, yeah, yeah twenty odd million. Yeah. The the only thing you can say is that the fact that they managed to stagger the, the payments over the five years yeah. did do West Ham a favour. Yeah, saved us. Right, that's the only f- yeah. credit I would ever give them. Yeah. And now they're all paid off and Sheffield United are in League One. Uh, and let's talk about Sheffield United now because we played them last night. Oh, brilliant. 
Absolutely brilliant. Liam, uh, you were at the game, right? What, I was. What, what did yeah. you make of it? I mean, obviously, the first and foremost, they won the match, and that's what ultimately will matter for them yeah. for the for the next week or so. They'll be able to celebrate that while we're still playing the Premier League. <laughs> and then, yeah, in a, in, a, in a few months' time, they'll be back in League One struggling. So I don't really mind. Um, but no, I think overall, I mean, it, it's gutting to lose in the way we did, but I still yeah. saw lots of stuff on display last night that I can still be positive about. I yeah. think, I mean, the some of the youngsters coming in, Poirier and uh, Reese yeah. Burke at the back, they were both yeah. really, really good, I thought. Yeah, Reese Burke were good, didn't they? I mean, I can't believe he's 17 years old. Um, <laughs> and it's the first time I've ever watched a West Ham player who's younger than me play, so that was, well, that was pretty well, weird. Well, I might get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost the whole team was younger than Nigel last night. It's like you see. <laughs> Even Sam. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it, I think the fact Sheffield United defended really well at the end, put their body yeah. on the line. Their goalkeeper had a stormer, as Sam said, and we yeah. just couldn't, couldn't quite break through. Yeah, um, and then we end up losing. Nigel, what was your thoughts last night? Um, if you look at it, Sheffield United are a League One team, and yeah. you could argue the case that a lot of the players on that pitch could be in the first team mm. then you could say actually we didn't really play that well yeah. we gave the ball away a lot in yeah. midfield apparently the Daily Mirror made Morrison man of the match where yeah, for me yeah. he, he would beat one man but then lose the ball to the second or the third man yeah. wore gloves I, know. I mean I know he's from up north and he's cold <laughs> up there, but I mean, <laughs> It's August in London. Yeah. It weren't yeah. that cold last night. Yeah. Also, as well, Ravel was like, I noticed he was really got kind of interacting with the crowd a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. Like when he would take corners, he was applauding them, which I've never noticed before. It felt like yeah, you think he's trying. To he was of, going out of his way to yeah, nice. to make amends. It was but, his first game, blue one, first game for West Ham this year, I believe. Really? Wow. Wow. Interesting. So people yeah. forget that he's been missing. For a long since time, the Man yeah. United away game was yeah. December last year God the other thing I know you mentioned Sheffield United there as a team like a League One team was it me or were a lot of their players quite fat like they were just fat blokes <laughs> there was like two there's or three there's nothing wrong with that like... <laughs> there's nothing wrong with fat well, blokes it, playing it football if, you, if it's your job to play football they look like they would look like pub players some of them their number 11 was like a square probably helped me get in the way of our shots to be honest <laughs> yeah that flat back 10 they were playing the last kind of 20 minutes they still run around though, don't they? They, 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 they lasted the 120 minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So you, you don't knock it. Fat yeah. people can run. <laughs> Speaking of uh, knocking it and fat people, uh, Big Sam got a lot of criticism after the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Liam, do you think it was justified? Uh, some of this stuff? No, not at all. I mean, when Sam is to blame, I'll be the first to blame yeah. him and criticise how he set yeah. us up and how we're playing. But I really don't think last night. I mean, there were some people saying, oh, the team we put out last night would never start the weekend. Uh, yeah, but, no, which yeah. is a completely like irrelevant point for so many reasons. One, because everyone was calling for those players to yeah. play. Everyone wanted to see Poirier in action. Everyone, everyone yeah. wanted to see uh, Valencia and Sacco yeah. get a full game. Yeah. And then, uh, secondly, those players should still be good enough to be a League One team. I mean, it, it's completely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's stupid to go and say, yeah, he should have um, pe- put people like Kiyase out there from yeah. the beginning. It's just no. It's um, no. It's it's, it's it, anyone who is criticising Sam after that has a clear agenda, in yeah. my opinion. Um, uh, well. We have a man with an agenda, a self-admitted agenda in the room. What did you think of the, about Sam? Yeah. I mean, did, I mean, I have a clear agenda. Yes, no, no. I thought he picked um, the right team for that yeah. night. To yeah. be honest, there was a good mix of players yeah. that we wanted to see. Sacco up front needed yeah. to get out so we could yeah. see what he could do. 
Morrison was brought back into the midfield. The yeah. Armay needed a run out. Yeah. Um, at the back, he mixed it. We wanted to see Burke and Potts again after yeah. the um, game against Sampdoria. Yeah. And they didn't let us down. Yeah. Uh, Winston Reid, you, you can't ask for a more experienced defender at the back there. Juicy knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think it was just one of those nights where a typical cup game in yeah. this country, the, the, the underdogs turned up, they huffed and puffed. They did what they had to do. Yeah, I mean, they didn't even squish. score their goal, did they? I mean, <laughs> their player was never nowhere really near close, it. So, they? No, they so never they really came close really, to scoring. They had a lot of ball, but they didn't do any damage with yeah. it. Not that we yeah. did up, up there in either. Yeah. It was a typical cup tie. So, yeah. I, I mean, I will, you know, throw bile and abuse at Sam and even his shadow. <laughs> big, <laughs> but let him off. Big like sham that. on Twitter. <laughs> I, I ran at him as if he's really Sam Allardyce, but... Yeah, I will only hit him when I think he needs it, and yeah. I don't think last night, to be honest, I didn't think we played that bad. Yeah, it's, um, well, we, it's talking about playing bad. You mentioned him there, Winston Reid. I know Liam last night. You said he looked like he couldn't be bothered. I think I agree with you. I mean, what, where did that come from? I mean, I think just watching him play. I mean, when, we, when he scored the own goal, it was that that's such so unlike him in the first yeah, place. Yeah, he's yeah. usually so reliable at the back, and at the end, he just. I mean, usually you can tell he's up for it because he, he's sort of shouting everyone, encouraging everyone. But yeah. last night, I, I thought Bert looked like by far the more composed centre-back yeah. looked much better on the ball and yeah looked more up for it so whether his head is being turned by Arsenal who are yeah. inevitably going to make a move um, yeah. I wonder uh, so yeah it's really disappointing yeah. but uh, interesting a couple of debuts Diego Poyet and Sacco as well well in terms of players we've just signed uh, well firstly Sacco Nigel fan I've, well I mean that's that's the first time I can say I've seen him. I like to judge people once I've seen him in the flesh. Yeah, um, I see him last night. Looked okay. If you look at his record, Mets, Mets were in the second division, the yeah. French Liga of Two yeah. or whatever <laughs> it's called. Um, is he better than Jordan Rhodes, who was probably an equivalent championship yeah. player at that level? Possibly. We yeah. will see. Um, Poirier. I know a few Charlton fans they quite liked him yeah. until he left yeah <laughs> until he walked out on him I thought he looked pretty good yeah. uh, Harry would fit into the team could you I couldn't imagine a midfield of Nolan Poirier and Noble yeah let's put it like that but yeah. probably he's one for the future yeah so, yeah Sam, Sam says that all well. the signings looked good all yeah. the signings that I've seen in yeah. this window there's yeah. not one I thought oh you're a donkey yeah um, what did you make of Sacco? Yeah, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, he only had only really had one chance, but yeah. he took it. And yeah. if, if he does that every game, that's enough, isn't it? I mean, yeah, that, that's yeah, what you yeah. need. I mean, in a team in a um, last few years when we've been so short of finishers and people strikers scoring yeah. goals consistently, it's good to see something like that. I mean, yeah. when you compare him to Valencia, who I thought it, had, it was pretty pretty poor in the end. I mean, he got yeah. into space well, but he, just, he missed about three good opportunities and then the crucial yeah. penalty at the end I oh. think considering he cost three times as much as uh, Sacco it wasn't really the best uh, first <laughs> yeah. impression yeah and what about Poyet? yeah I was really impressed with him I thought yeah. he looked really um, really good on the ball really composed yeah. um, passing about really nicely yeah. I think it would definitely give Sam something to think about if um yeah if the likes of Noble or Chiotti do ever sort of drop off in their performances and it's nice to know we do have that depth there yeah. for once um, so yeah I thought that was really encouraging absolutely let's talk about that penalty shootout defeat <laughs> essentially um, you were seeing Liam just before that's the, our first penalty shootout since the FA Cup final yeah I mean I saw the um the, the official West Ham Twitter feed tweet that just before and I was thinking why why <laughs> you've cursed us right there yeah. um, and but then it, it was looking okay we, we scored the first four I thought Noble yeah. it was good for him to step up and put that away he smashed um, it didn't he yeah no he um he looked as confident as ever but then 
I just I think you were saying as well you had a bad feeling about Valencia didn't you right at the end yeah, yeah. Um, so and it, yeah. it is what it is it's a lottery and they yeah. their, their numbers came out this time so. yeah it didn't I didn't think it was a bad penalty from Valencia from where I say it looked alright if you hit it hard in the corner no you hit it straight oh did he yeah. alright fair enough <laughs> you hit it straight the keeper didn't have to move that much yeah. I mean oh, right. he hit it hard yeah. and he got it on target which yeah. is what I mean stat attack off the top of my head this is I believe we've only ever won one penalty shootout which is Blackburn away yeah and, and Steve Lomas got yes. the winner and then I'll legged it out of the Roy Hodgson was the manager of Blackburn really uh, yes, that was he when was. he went mental and signed like Ashley Blake and like for like M- Kevin Davis yeah. like 11 million pounds and stuff so um we're not really that good at penalty shooting. No, we're not. Yeah, yeah. Like England. Yeah, like exactly. England, yeah. yeah, what a nightmare. All right, cool. Let's just talk about some other West Ham news. Firstly, the ticket office last night was a disgrace. Queues up the road, Nigel. I mean, what? Three and a half thousand people picking up their tickets. What's going on there? I, I, I bought my Overlander seat and I've not seen a queue yeah. go past Gary on his stepladders yeah. for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And um, it was, the thing is, last night was a game where a lot of people could have possibly bought for the first time. Yeah. They've bought online. They think they can probably walk up with yeah. 15 minutes to go yeah. and pick their ticket up yeah. and walk in. And unfortunately, we've only got about eight or ten windows. Yeah. And if there's a few thousand people there, they're going to have to wait. I mean, a, yeah. few, a few people going with me saying, surely they're going to delay the kickoff. And I'm like, I can't believe they now, didn't. They will not delay that kickoff. Yeah. They won't delay. It won't. It, it, you know, it seems harsh, but tough luck, isn't it? You should yeah. have got there earlier. Well, this is, a, this is what a club spokesman told KMB. Despite asking fans to arrive early, a large queue began to form in Green Street around 6.30pm. Right, 6.30pm is early. Right, so that is clearly not the fault of the fans. Uh, and he also said, unfortunately, we only have 20 ticket windows and there was a huge demand for tickets with some 5,000 sold over the weekend alone. Right, well, I mean, there's an issue there, isn't there? And the other thing is that there was like the trouble of the district line and an accident on A406, but they didn't delay the game. No delay. What's in the. What's well, in the could you imagine it? They delayed the game yeah. like 15 minutes. I mean, we wouldn't have been finishing until 11 o'clock, and the, the yeah. chips were bad enough in the chip shop when I got <laughs> down there. <laughs> George's fish bar. So, uh, so, God knows what they'd have been like if I'd have had yeah. another 15 minutes inside yeah. the ground. I mean, go, I mean, wait till we go to the Olympic Stadium and we've got like uh, another 55,000 out there. Yeah. It's going to be chaos. You're dreaming now. Aren't you? <laughs> um, actually, well, we're talking about Olympic Stadium. I know, uh, Nigel, you're, you were quite. Last time we had you on, I think you were quite vocally against it. How's your relate? Has your relationship to the Olympic Stadium changed at all? Well, now I've brought it up. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, no, I still think yeah. it's the it's the wrong thing to do. I yeah. don't, I don't see it working out. It's not a football stadium. It never yeah. will be. Yeah, I've I've been to the OLDC, sat down in their planning oh, yeah. room, and actually looked at the plans. Yeah, as anyone can do, you yeah. can contact the OLDC. Oh, right. Um, they probably might tell you to go away, and then you have to do a Freedom of Information <laughs> Act on them, and then they right. let you in. But that's okay. what it took. But yeah, no still anti but at the end of the day I do realise there's nothing I can do to or anyone can do to stop the move it is going to happen the club should have told the people what the stadium's going to look like inside they haven't people will make their own minds up when they walk in yeah yeah. Um, I I know Gary from Olas was was, uh, at one point he's very against it I mean is he is he coming around I, um, I, I mean, uh, even though I write for Overland and Sea, I don't know Gary that well. Oh, right. So, weird that I would know what, what he thinks yeah. about the Olympic Stadium. 
there's a lot of people that don't want to go that yeah. will go. I'm one of yeah. them that will go. I oh, know right. people that oh, don't want to go that won't go. Right. And for me, they're cutting their nose off to spite the face. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, watching West Ham Olympic Stadium is still yeah. better than sitting at home on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon watching <laughs> it on a dodgy street. Get, getting away from Mrs. Khan and her birthday parties, right? I imagine <laughs> that's half the reason. I wouldn't dare say that. So why, so why listen? <laughs> I, I mean, I, re- I really don't get that why... You, if, we, if the move does well when the move yeah. does happen why you wouldn't go because I don't see yeah. who you're sort of disadvantaged apart from yourself there because the club yeah. aren't going to pay attention to you then it's not going to yeah you're not, be, a, you're not a exactly, it's going to sort of create some sort of fan strike that's yeah. going to stop games so yeah I can't really get that rationale at all yeah honest, at least, I mean you think like you look at MK Dons who uh, beat Man United last night 4-0 I mean what happened to those fans like moving up there it's not on the same scale is it it's not the same kind yeah, but of they're all new fans aren't they they're not yeah. Wimbledon I mean are you telling me that there, there was oh, no, one no, Wimbledon no. Fan no, 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 no. But I mean, like, in terms of what happened to the Wimbledon fans and having their club ripped right out of their community, it's not the same. No, not at all. Kind of. It's just, no, it's, it's a slight, it, it's a different surrounding, isn't it? You know, I, I don't want to be controversial or upset people here. Well, I, I, find, it, I find it difficult <laughs> to understand. Being that I was born and brought up yeah. in the area, so I grew up in the shadow of the ground. Yeah. And I've, I've gone since forever. I can never remember not going. So it's difficult for me because also that's that was somewhere that I lived up until I was about 36 as well. Mm. So I did stay there for a long time. And, right. and the area will nosedive once West Ham go. And perhaps a bit of that for me was the fact that I don't want to see the area. I, you know, yeah. the fact that I still walk up the barking road, still go in the same shops, still do that I've done as yeah. a kid. And I know my, my, my grandparents did that as well. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps that's why for me yeah. it's a bit it's emotive. An emotional. Where for all the outsiders. Yeah, it's just somewhere they go twenty times a year. Well, with someone, as someone with that emotional connection to the ground, what piece of memorabilia will we, will we be bidding on when the club starts selling up Upton Park? Is it I, the bar, I, the tiling in the dressing room, or I've, I've actually already got a mural that hangs in my office that used to hang in the bowling. Yeah, used to hang in the bowling in the tunnels. It walks out. Um, so I don't think I'll bid for anything. I think <laughs> you've I, got, you've I will, got the mother I, I will probably have a screwdriver with me for the last <laughs> season, and I will be taking whatever bits. It, I mean, I'm on the, the the farewell to the bowling committee on the SAB, right, right. and um, yeah, I, 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 I'll imagine the club will want to sell whatever yeah. they want. But as I said, there, I've, the club's bric-a-brac is my memorabilia. Yeah, exactly. so you know, I like the, the quirky stuff. Yeah, nice. Well, you got your eyes on anything, Liam? Uh, I'd love to take my my first my season ticket uh, seat yeah. with me. Um, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I'm, well, the problem you got to look at that because I, I have looked at the seats and how we yeah. can remove them on the last game of the season. When we you already the <laughs> well, you've the got fun, that in the early, you? As well, you got you got to prepare. You got to know what Spanish you need. Do I need twenty yeah. mil? I'm the Alan Keyser. Well, the problem you got is it looks like they're bolted together in rows of five. So if you want the actual <laughs> seat to be able to sit in, you're going to have a problem. But that's nice because if I always thought you don't want one seat, right? You're going to stick it in your garden or something, right? You want a row of five. Otherwise, I, what, I you're do going to want to sit there five. on your own. What do I tell my mate? Who sits next to me? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to sit in your seat, you're, you're going to have to sit in your garden. <laughs> I'll give you a key uh, to the side door. <laughs> 
Oh dear. All right. Um, in other news, Maiga's gone to Mets. Liam, mm. uh, sad to see him go. Um, I, I don't really know if "sad's" the word. I think I think it's good inevitable. To, inevitable, and I yeah. think it's good for him. And I reckon he'll probably go there and do pretty well. Yeah. I, I still think there's a, a perfectly good player in there who's sort of just come to the club at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he'll probably, he'll probably score a handful of goals because he's done well in France before. Yeah. But I, I wish him the best, to be honest, because he's always given his all for the club when he yeah. has been called upon. It just hasn't hasn't worked out. It's just one of those that, um, at the end of the day, just hasn't um, hasn't been what we wanted it to be. Yeah, and Nigel, gonna, if you bend your Maiga shirt, that, yeah, done. I don't buy shirts. I'm too old to buy shirts <laughs> with people's names on the back. Now, Maiga, um, I felt a bit sorry for him. Yeah. Thought he wasn't used perhaps correctly. Yeah, um, he's not no Andy Carroll, is he? No, and, and that's the type of football we were playing and looking to play. I suppose, in a way, he's wrote his name down for the Tottenham goal at White Hart yeah, Lane in the cup. Yeah. If you do that, you, you know, you're, yeah. you're always going to live you're on. Especially when you're that bad. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> when, when you're that like- bad and you turn up and do that. Uh, I went to see the mission that night and uh, I only went to keep a mate company and I remember saying to him in the pub, well, if you should have done it, I'd have gone football. And he went, well, I'd have gone football. <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah. another away day win that I missed. Yeah, he's got, he's got a, a place in everyone's hearts. Um, what was I going to say about Magus? The WHU stuff, who's quite good on Twitter, yeah. almost as good as you, he tweeted me to say... Um, he said, I watch him get double figures in France this season. Mm-hmm. But he got one. I mean, you look at his career. He's never really been prolific anywhere he's been. And like last season, I think he got to play six games for QPR and scored one goal. Mm. He's never been a prolific goal scorer, is he? No, but I think the French league, the standard is, yeah. it's a lot less physical for one. So I think right. that's something that could, could help him out. When he was at, where was it? Um, the last French club he was at before he came to us. Uh, Rennes? show was that oh, it? Sochaux, that yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah. He got, I think, 14 goals in the league the season he came before right. he came to us. So I think he could, he could go back there. I mean, he's yeah. been unveiled like a hero. I know. Did Mets. you see the yeah. Mets? They made a big kind of screen save. I'm like, Mega. And there was a whole like press conference with all the journalists in there. So I think there's something. Slow news day. Yeah. <laughs> Premier League star signs for Mets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. It's like reminding me of um, who was it that went out? Like, was it Jimmy Ford Hasbrook or someone fairly rubbish signed for like a Turkish team? And there was like. Thousands meeting him at the airport, and uh, was Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank yeah, no, rubbish? It was then. someone. It was someone. It was someone rubbish getting like and not at the airport. Maybe, yeah, maybe Anton Ferdinand. Anton Ferdinand. By the way, what is he doing out there? Is he not good enough for the Premiership anymore? Is he, or, is he or still is, out there? Or is he come, is he back at Reading now? He's back at Reading. He's back at Reading. Is he? Yeah. I didn't even realize he was at Reading. By a Thailand, I heard. Yeah, because he was all over the place. Like, I don't understand, like. What was happened with him? He still throws in the old "come on, you are" tweet now and then. So Does he? Yeah, oh, I have to follow him. I've right, actually seen him in a box at West Ham. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Big fan. Is he? Uh, well, he I mean, be, I don't yeah. know. He must, yeah, well, I yeah. don't know what he was doing there, but a couple of times when I've done the corporates and you walk out, you see yeah. some of the box empty now, and he's been there both times. So. Wow. Wow. Well, he's got, he must have a lot of time on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, last, oh, well, not lastly, but Philip Mexis has said no to us today, Leo. Uh, uh, any more news on that? Well, thank God is the um, really coming back for most people. Yeah, I mean, I get get the impression people who've watched him play a bit for AC Milan is that he's well past it. Really? And, uh, nowhere, nowhere near the defender he used to be. I mean, at 32, probably not very quick. And to come into the Premier League for your first time at that age, probably... Good, re- uh, yeah. good reason for um, to stay away to be honest I mean I look back to Emmanuel Pogotets from a few yeah. few seasons ago it's like you don't want that sort of thing happening again so 
Um, it's yeah. For once, I'm glad this player's turned us down. <laughs> oh wow! I mean. My only like knowledge of Philip Mexis really is how amazing he was on Championship Manager back in the day. <laughs> so like I would have liked it just for my own kind of enjoyment. Yeah. Um, but any opinion on Philip Mexis? Well, the club shop a guy because they've got a load of X's. <laughs> oh, no, what are you doing with all these X's? We've had a player with yeah. an X in his name, so they were yeah. probably thinking we could have shifted a oh, few no. X's. God, never mind. Um, oh. But we, if we're going to Olympic Stadium for yeah. this bright new dawn. Yeah. Do we want to be signing 32-year-old well, favourite I guess Frenchman? he was just a stopgap, right? He's just like an emergency cover. Because we are meant to be looking for a defender, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, I don't think he was ever going to be coming in and play as the main man. I think, I mean, Tompkins and Tompkins and Collins there, obviously. Yeah. And I think it'll be it'll be really interesting these last few days of the um, transfer window. If Reed goes to Arsenal, yeah. if they come in for him, there could be some mad um, mad bidding, I think, to, um, yeah. to try and get a solid centre-back in. But he's, I don't think he's the answer. And I don't yeah. think the club thought sort of saw him as that... Um, that main centre back either yeah um, okay interesting alright lastly Colin Warnock has got the Palace job how is, how does it he right, he's a bit like Glenn Rhoda he just constantly somehow gets jobs he's going around doing shit and getting another job again um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Colin, War- Colin uh, Warnock getting the Palace job I mean I think, I'm, I'm, it's amusing and I've, I've sort of it's one of the managers I love to hate really he's always bound to come up with something quite controversial yeah. um, and there was that whole thing with him and Jason Punchin I don't know if you saw yeah because he slagged him off yeah, about the penalty miss back, and in, uh, back in January and then Punchin, Punchin released a series of tweets absolutely laying into him calling him the fraudulent manager that all that sort of stuff so that could be a bit awkward but no it's um i mean palace the palace fans must be thinking how in the world we've gone from sort of a really <laughs> yeah. promising season lined up to suddenly yeah. back with warnock and it looks like we've gone back four years rather yeah. than, than forward so yeah um it's good for us probably but yeah very bad for them yeah um nigel colin warnock said in his autobiography that he wants to manage west ham right now how much how who do you hate more sam allardyce or Oh, Neil, oh, Neil Warnock. Oh, all day long. Um, I don't hate Warnock. Um, Warnock was in the TV studio when we played Aston Villa in 1991. Yeah. And he said some good things about the West Ham fans. Um, so I always quite liked him after that. Well, I'm uh, shocked. Not, sorry, not when we played Villa, when we played Forest. <laughs> right, right. In the right. cup at Villa yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching it back. I've still got the video that day, yeah. so I'm that sad. Um, but yeah, so he said some good things about the West Ham fans. I always quite liked him. He was manager of Notts County who stuffed us in the last game yeah. that season to stop us winning, uh, winning the league yeah. 3-1. Um, the thing about Walnut got Palace is he's got uh, unfinished business there. In that he was quite well liked as a manager mm. there up until they went into administration and yeah. the fact that he only jumped shit was because that they were in administration yeah. and it looked like curtains yeah. and he went he got offered the QPR yeah. job um, I don't think he is a Premier League manager though mm. I don't yeah, think he's, he's had that, off that for a while yeah. uh, 65 as well I don't think it's, it's probably a stopgap yeah I've just realised I've been calling him Colin Walnut but that's when you extract the letters in college. Yeah, I was going to, I didn't want to know. Can, can we swear on it? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> well, you can. Wanker. He's a wanker. Obviously, Colin Wanker. <laughs> Colin Wanker. Um, and also, I, I, I just thought about it now, talking about Palace, Malky Mackay, obviously, ex West Ham defender, he's in all sorts of trouble. Uh, What's he been texting? I mean, I, I sort of. In a way, I don't. I don't feel sorry for him, but I mean, it's it's sort of bloody unlucky to have that sort of thing yeah, come out. Because yeah. I reckon every single manager in the Premier League, oh my god, they would yeah. all be in absolute shit if if all their texts were revealed. Every yeah. single person involved yeah. in football in any sense would be. I mean, 
But no, it's um, his managerial career sort of over before it's already begun, really. It's, it's like, a bit unfair, isn't it? I mean, essentially, he's just a bloke, and he's very misjudged stuff in, yeah. The, oh, yeah, in, in you, that kind of position. But, I mean, if you go down through someone's phone, mm. you're bound to find... Well, it was a club phone. And he's, oh, was it? And oh, he's, right. the, the texts were found on a club phone. Okay. Obviously, we don't know if it was his phone or Moody's phone. Right. But they're both gone. Right, yeah. Uh, it appears that they've had this phone yeah. and everything for a long time. I mean, yeah. if you remember back when he got sacked and he was suing... And then he came out with this. Actually, I'm not going to sue. And I'm yeah, really sorry. Yeah, yeah. Vincent Tan Whoa, sat there what's going, Let's see what we got on this phone. Oh, dear. Yeah. You know, I haven't we... thought about this. I'm not going to sue. Yeah, yeah. I am. And in fact, I'm going to apologise. Yeah. We, we just don't know what he called yeah. Vincent Tan, do we, on the taxi? Well, what, what, what I find quite yeah. funny, Vincent Tan was the whole time, time made out to be the sort of evil yeah, villain. Yeah. yeah, it looks like he's been sort of helped keeping yeah, this secret for a while. Yeah, so it's Has like, he been no. vindicated? Well, really? Has he been vindicated? I mean, these a private text between two friends are you telling me you've never text anything yeah. that perhaps you wouldn't be prepared to say publicly or that perhaps you wouldn't people yeah. to know that you were saying between perhaps you and your best friend I don't yeah. know what you and James text <laughs> <laughs> no, just, it's just filth <laughs> um but it's funny as well with Vincent Tanner. I know when West Ham played Cardiff last year away, I know like sit like a senior board people were really keen to meet Vincent Tanner because he was such a nutter, but he weren't there on that day when we played them. So they missed out. Was gutted. But he's a nut. I quite like nuts like that around the club. But obviously not if they're not my not as long as they're not magic yeah, my yeah. club. But I like these these three like the he's like the baddie from the so hangover. The, the man that he? turns up and changes the kit to red. No, as long as it's not my club. <laughs> I don't like yeah, you know, if, 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 if I'm Cardiff for having an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man's. But he's throwing the money in, isn't he? Hand over fist. So is that giving? Is that? Is, is that? This is the. You know, as a West Ham fan, if yeah. you said to me, "Would you rather have uh, a Vincent Tan like figure yeah. that throws money in all day long, yeah. or Gold and Sullivan?" Mm. You know, what would you have? I would have Gold and Sullivan. <laughs> really? You know, Whoa. Yeah. You know yeah. as much as I'd, I'm, I'd, I think they're a comedy act. Yeah. Um, I would rather them than any foreign owner that yeah. comes in and thinks he can treat the club yeah. as. Yeah. You know, it's not like Golden Sullivan going to change the badge or move us from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good point to wrap that one up. But let's talk about predictions now. We've got Southampton at home. Mm-hmm. Liam, feeling confident about that? Um, yeah, ish. I think. I mean, Southampton is still a bit of an unknown quantity. Yeah. Um, uh, will they have eleven players? Uh, <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah, no. I think I'd like to think that we'll um, we'll continue as we did against Palace, yeah. um, and hopefully. Get get enough goals to to see them off. So I'll say yeah. um, I'll say three one on that 3-1. front. Yeah, be, I think did we beat them three one last year? Did we beat them last year? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, did yeah. we went behind, but then we um, we turned yeah, it around we well. Them. Um, yeah. Um, Southampton at home. I mean, we haven't won this year at home, Nigel, this season. So, I have um, noticed. Uh, yeah. What, what are your thoughts? <laughs> one all. Really, nothing yeah. more than that. Well, possibly, possibly, and that's the beauty of West Ham. So yeah. When you turn up, if you watch these top four teams, you go there it's expecting it, <laughs> but I go there happy in the knowledge yeah. that I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, West Ham might turn up and win five 0 They might draw one 0 They yeah. might lose five 0 Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Well, I think for the Sheffield United game, I predicted penalties, and mm. I think, but I said it would win. I think. See, I thought we'd so, win 3 0. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. Um, but I, I can see us doing Southampton 2 0. I, I think we're playing good stuff. Yeah. I think it's positive stuff, even though, you know, Sheffield United last night. But against Palace, we did well. And against Spurs, we did well, despite. I just play. think up front, um, 
Valencia showed he, he's not. I don't know. He, he, when he came on against Tottenham, yeah. he held the ball up a couple yeah. of times against defender. But last night, he looked to be pushed off the ball a bit yeah, easier, yeah. like strength-wise, yeah. and and finishing around the box. Yeah. So I suppose we've got Sorati to come in. I don't know Colton Cole up front. Is he yeah. really going to get a goal to win us the well, game? If he hangs around, <laughs> yeah, he'll be, um, he'll be there. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen. Nigel, thank you very much Thanks for, for uh, making your second appearance. You can follow Nigel on at. My WHUFC. Yeah, and uh, yeah, great opinions on there, interesting stuff, really positive. <laughs> that is all good stuff. And Liam, thank you very much for joining us and thank you for filling in for James. It's been a pleasure. Liam, of course, runs Iron Views, which is a great West Ham resource and also runs the Twitter, which is at Iron Views. At Iron Views, yeah. yeah. Um, Anything else we can promote? Uh, no, that's it. Just um, yeah, check, check <laughs> out the site. Um, yeah, say whatever you want, abuse me. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, the temptation. <laughs> uh, and uh, my name's Chris, and you can follow me on CJ Skull, and that's Skull with a C on Twitter. You can also go on the KUMB forum, the KUMB Facebook group, and you can email the show if you've got any feedback, which we love. We can't get enough feedback at KUMB, at, uh, sorry, podcast at KUMB.com. And also, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, that's how you get in touch. Thank you very much, gentlemen. We're uh, actually off next week, but we'll be back the week after that. In the meantime, let's hope for a victory against Southampton. And come on, you irons! Come on, you irons! Up the Amers. Oh, you've got to be different. <laughs> <laughs>